Nation is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. You're like damn near winded from all your cleaning. It's hilarious. This house is gross, man. You're, you're like you're like a fucking athlete. Like like you just got done. Like you're Mark Wahlberg, and it's three thirty in the morning, and you just got your first workout done of the day. That's what AJ looks like, right? Like, like seriously. First of all, Mark Mo, Mark Wahlberg is nuts. Uh, by he, the way, he really is. Got I don't think it. what he. I don't think as much as he pushes it on everybody. I don't think his lifestyle's healthy. I'm sorry. I don't uh-huh. believe. I don't know how he gets that little sleep and gets up at the butt crack of dawn and works out. But our house is dirty, man. <laughs> I have. Listen, I had to time this very carefully because yes. I have a dance competition tomorrow night. Okay. And, you know, you clean the house, you get kind of nasty. I say, do I want to get nasty middle of the day tomorrow or today when I really have nothing special going on? Now, listen, so. we've talked about this a million times over. And um, we're finally at that point in our relationship and together a minute now. And AJ, we've done work on ourselves and we realize things. AJ realizes that she needs to do the cleaning, right? Sometimes, right? You know, like for a while you were very much like, I need to have everyone do it. But then you realize even after that, no, I need to be in control of it. Yes. And I also realize that if I want to avoid a rock'em sock'em fight with my husband, yeah, thank you. I should not ask like him how to she, clean. You like how she gets, she slips that in there? Yes. I try to make it all nice and fucking healthy. She's like, oh, by the way, fuck you. You know, I don't care, though. I'll take your fuck you. I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) I don't care that. No, I... But no, no, seriously, we did for, like, like a long time. It was a big fucking to-do. And then finally, we just... I mean, I don't know. We just figured it out, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but you just, you know, you now handle uh, that. And I am better with, like... Send the hate mail at patandaj.com to me. Dear Pat, fucking clean, whatever. No, I do really well with, like, a a once-a-week cleaning. And then I run the Roomba every couple days because we have pets. You run it a lot. I mean, it's pretty much on it almost every day. Yeah, but because we don't have carpet now we get these little it's i know we've talked about this before how disgusting carpet is to me now that i know what it's like to live in a house without it because in our old house i mean we vacuumed a lot we ran the roomba a lot but you couldn't see the pet hair here with sure. with hardwood floors there's like little tumbleweeds of pet hair yeah. and that's when i know it's time to clean so i'm good with like the once a week cleaning you know daily keep up and then, you know, periodically I ask Pat to do things. Like tonight, I'm going to ask you to empty the dishwasher when I take our son to band. So that's just our relationship. And you know what? It works. But she still has that little bit of fuck you as a PS. You like that? <laughs> it's, 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 it's what I like to call with my clients your PS fuck you. PS fuck you. <laughs> that's where a lot of people, a lot of people like, like that's the, where they insert the fuck yous right at the end. <laughs> yeah. Because like they'll come to a 50, 50 agreement with yeah. you. Like, okay. Right. And I don't know what this is about. Maybe it's about you and your boss. Maybe it's says you and your ex working out custody with a child. Well, maybe it's you and your buddy and you're arguing goddamn politics, whatever it is, you'll come to this agreement of, okay, kind of the, we can agree to disagree, but then you have to put on a little PS fuck you because yeah. then that gives you 50, Point zero one percent. Yeah, right. So and I'm, I'm going to take that fifty point zero one percent and run so with take, it. I don't give a shit. You can't fucking listen. You can't crush me. I know I can't. I'm fucking dirt. You can't crush me. I know anymore. you're dirt. That's why I, I come from the fucking curbs. I don't give a shit. 
If Catholic nuns couldn't break me, you've Neither got can you. nothing. No, it's okay. That's why I'm always glad that I never went into the military. Did I tell you this? Uh, across my travels, I've been, I've been working with a lot of veterans, right? Um, uh, through the VA, I'm, I'm what you call in my professional life a community uh, care partner. Basically, the VA doesn't have enough therapists. So Shocking. I know. So they farm, Can't believe it. farm it out to all of us and, and, and those of us in the world, you know, that, that uh, become partners. We work. But I did. I ran into for the first time basically me. And, you know, I always really what would me be like if they went to the military and it was not shocked as uh, that person goes, oh, yeah, dishonorably discharged. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Didn't we joke about like, that? Like, that would have been me. I would have been that 18-year-old. <laughs> like, some drill sergeant's like, oh, fuck it. And I'd be like, okay. We saw Whatever. A, a guy down the street from us has a, um, like, honorably discharged veteran yeah. license plate. And we said... <laughs> Do they make them for dishonorably discharged? Like, is that great. something you want to brag about? Do they make those? <laughs> I say run with it. I, I mean, I, own it. I do remember growing up, and it's interesting because, again, like I said, I'm working with a lot of vets, right? So I'm learning a lot of things. As a kid, it was born on an army post, um, and I, I, you know, have a lot of knowledge, but I, I never served and none of that. That's not my life, right? So I've been learning a lot. Hello, cat. Cat of the walk. He literally just walked into me out. Hello to you. Oh, I see. I see. We're recording. You, Good, you didn't sir. tell me. Uh, but 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 yeah. Like but I always remember the the uh, growing up. Like uh, my mom and my grandparents would say, if you get dishonorably discharged from the military, it was pretty much like like your life's fucking over. It was like they tried to equate it with like sending you to Siberia. It was like well, if you, you go imagine? to the military and get a dishonorable discharge. It's over. Can you imagine if you're like in a job interview and they're yeah. looking at your resume resume and they ask like what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, you can lie, but they can that's I feel like that's something that can easily be found out. So, you know, to say you got dishonorably discharged, I get it. Like oh, that I could see it. But I always wondered, I always wondered, right? Cuz there's that that thing about breaking you down, build you up and all that shit. And again, just because of who I am, I've been challenged by all these people in my life and I just like I'm I'm immune to it, right? So I always wondered what would have happened if I would have done that step and signed up for the military. Like, yeah, this will fucking straighten me um, up. Um no. Literally, I saw it in 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 that dude. I'm like, oh, I would have been you. I would have told us like a drill sergeant to fuck off and I would have been disarmed. I'm glad discharged. you didn't join the military. That would have been bad for the no, country. You know what? But I will tell you what, and <laughs> not I, everybody's cut out for that. No, they're not. But I did, I had a, a, a talk with my friend, uh, one of my best friends about this. And, and he was a couple sheets to the wind when he told me. So I, I, I think it was pretty genuine. Um, but I told them all, I said, I feel like this is the closest I've gotten to really being able to serve my country. It's interesting that you say that because my friend who works for the VA mm-hmm. has said that about her job. She said she feels like it's the smallest thing yeah. she can do to serve her country because, no, not everybody's meant to be in the military. Well, <laughs> because But, but if, when you work for, I mean, you work with clients yeah. from the VA. A she lot, works yeah. at the VA. And, yes, you are. That's your contribution. That's fine. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with the um i'm along the line of like michael che where michael che said uh it was brave to hear of people picking up arms in ukraine to fight the russians and then he went on to say if he ever picks up arms to fight for america we've lost that war <laughs> and i you know i'm always like been that dude where i'm like you didn't want me no 
in that war. Then again, it was a very peaceful time. If I would have gone when I was 18, if I would have done a straight four years, think about it, instead of college, if I would have hit 18, gone up, I would have gone 96 to 2000. Oh, well, that's, like an, fucking, that's not a bad time. Like Clinton bougie years. Like, you know, a little, little something going Anything on there. Anything before like 9-11 was yeah. good, I think. It was just like you could come in, do your four, collect, and, and like now you got your VA benefits and you got a pension one no, day. No, Pat, I'm sorry. At no point have I ever been laying around and thought, what would have been, what been like if happened? Pat was in the military? No. <laughs> I would have been dishonorably discharged. You know, but but yeah, that was funny when we, were see, when we saw the plate down the block with the honorably discharged <laughs> i'm waiting to see the dishonorably discharged <laughs> you know what can i tell you one thing that i've noticed by the way welcome folks to the 128th episode of the pat and aj podcast the last one was 128 no nah, last one was 127 oh my god is that a hairball mm. oh fucking gross god know, damn it that's, you guys that's your cat dude oh give me a break he's that's your, your cat that's your dort your highway cat. that's your dort highway cat you th- how that's do you your know Dort Highway his? cat. How do you know it's his? Because the other one doesn't do hairballs. That's not true. He doesn't. I'm telling you, it's a fat one. He's not fat. He spends his time licking, licking Stop all day. It. Leave him alone. Why? You should see Pat with this cat. When he's not on the podcast calling him my dumpster cat, he holds him like a baby. He yeah. coos at him. These two snuggle. Yeah, the, he's one. your favorite. I'm like St. Francis of Assisi. Oh, I you love, are? You're St. Francis all now? The animals, yes. <laughs> Since we just wrapped up Holy Holy Week, yes, I'm the new. I'm the I'm the new one. Can we get a St. Francis part two? I don't. He's think had so. the lock on animals for a long time now. No, we need to start no. updating the saints, Catholics. Anyways, what was I talking about earlier? I have no Forgot idea. Forgot about that. Anyways, uh, AJ, I shit you not. It's it's just interesting to me to see her go into uh, full blown like when like it's it's a fucking exercise like I left the house to go pick up our son for school I said hey I'm gonna go get a little something to eat pick up our son come back we'll we'll do the podcast no problem and I come back and like all the shits moved in the house she's got her workout clothes dude we banged earlier all right we she's did. she's already done with we that had bang a clock we had bang clock and you know she's now in like straight up frumpy wife like clothes and I'm like, wow, look at her, and she's sweating. And then, of course, I'm like, well, maybe this is my time to slip slip in a nap because she's all she's all. Cleaning. Oh, did you want a nap? Nah, it's fine. Um, but then, of course, because she's a goddamn machine, and that's why I love you. She goes, hey, almost done. We'll get that podcast done as soon as I this did is. not. Wow. I said, do you want to record wow. when I'm done? I asked you. I said, what a woman. Stop it. What a woman. Mopping, is- mopping glow in one hand and a microphone in the other. Filthy. <laughs> Filthy house. I cannot handle it. I must clean. This is what I was going to say to you. I uh, remember now because it just broke when I was coming in. You all say AJ now has become, uh, just by nature of her job, uh, she's become a, a, like an avid viewer of all the late night programs. And here's a dirty little secret. When we worked in broadcast uh, radio, right, a lot of the morning shows, I guess they kind of, would poach content off those late night shows, yeah. I guess, right? Like, oh, last it's night. All, it's very, it's very timely. It's yeah. about what happened that day. So. Yeah, right. Or you know, uh, so eight. But 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 we never watch those shows. One, you're normally in bed before they come on. Yeah. So like, we never watched them. So when people would always and, ask, and, and honestly, when we were working in radio, like the last thing I wanted to do oh, at watch the end that. of the, the night was, yeah. is watch a talk show host make fun of the day because that's what we just did. Yeah. Like, so like, I'm like, I don't need to watch it. I'm good. So you know. We were never really into them, and obviously there were little favorites. We'd watch like John Stewart, but that's kind of like his own thing back when he was on. I watched Conan nonstop when I was but, a kid. 
AJ now because of her job. She has to watch all of them. Like you watch, like like you cover them all every night. I have night. to cover the Daily Show. The Daily Show. The that's late, with Trevor Noah that's with now. Trevor, Trevor Noah. I have to cover the Late Show with Stephen Colbert and mm. James Corden. All right. So those are your three shows yeah. that you have to watch. You yes. hear? So so what what's up? Corden's gone, huh? That's Corden. Yeah. You hear? Oh shit! Am I breaking this to you? What? Corden's leaving. Shut the front door! Oh, can you back up off the goddamn mic before you blow out people's fucking ears? Thank you. What? Yeah, James Corden's out. Twenty twenty three. Signed a one. Shut. Signed a one up. year, like a one year contract extension. Man, that sucks. I was just right. he was growing on me a little. She's bit. been literally every night. This is what happens, right? So I sit down. Usually, I'm done with my day totally by you know like nine o'clock, and I will sit down on our couch. We've got our big TV, and I dial up some dumb shit. And AJ. At a certain point, what what time normally? Oh, uh, like 9.30-ish. 9.30. She excuses herself to our uh, bedroom, which is 15 feet away. And she opens up her work lap, you know, laptop, and you start streaming all these shows. Yeah, it's like the second half of my shift, and yeah. I'm like, you know, I can start to wind down now. So, you know, mentally, yeah. I'm in the bedroom. It's yeah. it's late night time. So you sit there with your laptop open, and you stream these shows, and you you know pluck little pieces of audio, and that's that's and your then we job, send those right? off to radio stations. But, yeah. So what happens is is we're kind of. As we used to say in the ASD world with kids, we're parallel playing. Yes. Where we're playing next to each other, but not with each other. Yeah, he's watching one <laughs> thing, I'm watching the other. And somehow we managed to kind of watch it together because I, I shout out the funny jokes at well, him. Yeah, that's all I hear. Like, I'm watching whatever dumb YouTube shit that I'm like into that, that night or wrestling or whatever. And then I hear her laugh. And of course, we all know the famous AJ Cackle, right? It's fucking like. <laughs> Second most famous laugh behind Hillary Clinton's. So Hillary I mean, Clinton. Yeah, the cackle. I feel like that's a real like big big laugh. Don't, don't compare uh, my laugh to Hillary Clinton. Who else do you want it to be fucking compared I don't to know. now? Jesus Christ! See, everything has to be a fucking debate with this one over here. Fran Drescher. Fine. That's even worse. Oh fuck me! Come on. Oh my God! Will you chill out over there? I'm. You're scaring me. You can't just let me say it. Right? We have to, we have to stop and like make a fucking thing about it. Okay, listen. So what I do is I hear whatever famous laugh, insert the one that AJ is emulating from the other room, um, is with these shows, and she's starting to tell me every night that I really like James Corden. You know, James no. Corden is like a growing on me. Uh, he's you know, growing on me. That's all I said. You know, you know, Corden's, you know, Corden's pretty good because she used to rail into Corden. You thought he was like one of the hokier ones. I just, I, I don't, I still don't totally like. I'm not totally on board. And I don't really get it, but I think he's funny. His writers are hilarious. I do love that he incorporates the entire staff into the show. Like, he talks to his staff during the show. Like, his writers, the, you know, producer. That's kind of funny. Um, I wouldn't say, I, I don't think I really care for him outside of the Late Late Show. Like, I like Carpool Karaoke. Yeah, I don't I mean, what else does he do? Well, I mean, I guess he's done some movies. He did fucking Cats, but yeah, I don't think anyone's trying to remember bad, that. yeah. But I mean, is that, I mean, I, I, I don't know what he's so going he's to do leaving? with this So he's leaving? Yeah, I guess. Who's taking over? Oh, no, you. Me and you. We have cool. to We have to apply for the job. Okay, I'll do um, that. No, no idea right now. I could now. work with uh, Reggie Watts. That's cool. So apparently he signed a uh, some some wow. some kind of deal, and this is like a one year extension of it. But he's done. 
Wow, what's he, what does he does he have plans after? I don't know, man. I have to figure Strange. that part out. Strange. Hmm. Who's the next heir apparent? Right? I have I no don't clue. Know. And the, they and, surprise me every time. Well, and that whole you know that whole landscape has been very kind of up upheaved by the way we consume it. I mean, late shows. And the inception of them were they were a wrap-up of kind of the day. Yeah, and that was before we had the internet. That was before we were connected all yeah. day long, before we knew what was yeah. going on. So you tuned in at night, and there was Carson or Leno or Letterman or whoever the fuck Making you Making fun of the whole day. Yeah, whatever the day was. Whatever the, you know, if it was the OJ trial, boy, we were railing on the OJ yeah. trial. Whatever it was. And then you have a little bit of a guest, and that guest, of course, there is to tell you about their movie that's out on Friday. And they were like, you know, they were collective experiences like that and now my big thing and i said this about corden and someone else too i've never watched james corden but i feel like i know the show and it's because of the way that we consume it is i'm not sitting down nor will i probably ever on whatever he's on cbs sitting down and you know click my local cbs and watching it for an hour at best if he has on someone who's doing carpool karaoke that i love I bring it up on YouTube. Yeah, and and that's how we consume it now, is right? it in, in little chunks throughout the day, really. So with that, and, and that stuff is online within minutes of it being right. on the air. That is so, someone's job. That is so, someone's yeah. job. And they have that ready. I mean, AJ, you work within kind of that two yeah. machine. You know that someone's job. That's somebody's job. Yeah, pull that stuff out, put it on YouTube, yeah. put it on ready to Instagram, go. and then I mean, people who aren't watching the show still saw it almost in real time. Yeah. And 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 then of course you did see it. What do you do? You go to your Facebook page. I want to share it with all my friends. Yeah. Oh my God, here's that carpool karaoke of Bieber and and whatever. So you but, know what I don't get about Corden. Is, and I don't know when he started doing this because I'm a fairly new viewer of the show. Yeah, He will bring out two guests at a time that have nothing to do with each other. That's kind of cool. Um, and it's interesting, but it can be kind of awkward, too. Seems a little uh, very, uh, well, obviously he is British, but it seems kind of old school British talk showy where it was more panel Like, if you ever watch. Yeah. If you, well, if, he is British. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I wonder, because that's, you know, I've heard of that, but it's um, it breaks the mold. But again, that's my thing. What you know? What is the mold? I feel and like there is no mold anymore. I feel like really once we kind of took the shows and started putting them on YouTube, the mold went away. The last, I mean, because I mean, the well, mold, during the pandemic too, every, everything got remolded. Think about how much the mold worked that they took the Tonight Show away from Conan O'Brien. To give it back to Jay Leno. I will never forgive NBC for that. Never. <laughs> I mean, I hold such a deep grudge. Because at that point in time, this plan worked. Yeah. This is what we didn't want anything outside of it. How long did Jay stay once they brought him back? Wasn't it like a real short? It wasn't like long. It was It a... was what I like to call a damn waste of time. <laughs> it was enough for, I think, everyone to get over it and oh. then for him to probably get tired of doing it again. And then Just still pisses me off to this for day. them to do what they probably should have done in the first place is give it to Jimmy Fallon, who's yeah. much more in the mold of that. But, you know, so when you say now like Corden's gone, I feel like if you would have asked this question 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago, that I would immediately have a name in my head who's like a front runner. Yeah. Like 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 you'd go, oh, shit, this means so and so. Yeah. But I also like when all that stuff went down at NBC, I wasn't expecting Jimmy Fallon or Seth Meyers. I wasn't expecting them to get their own shows. Yeah, that was a, a, a interesting 
um, evolution. And and also with James Corden, I think like he he was a big deal in Britain. He was very well known, and then they gave him his own show over here. And he's kind of like Trevor Noah. Like I know they're a big deal within their own right, yeah. but I'm like, are they going? Are they big enough of a deal? to take over this show and keep it going, which they've proven they are, but you just never know. We've tried that a couple times, man, with those British imports. Last one I'm trying to remember. Oh, and again, because I'm just an American, I'll blank on his name, but there's a, uh, I mean, Pierce Morgan came over. He bombed, right? I mean, Pierce is like the, I mean, you know, he's a fucking headline maker in like England, but he came to the U.S. and he just. He's so pompous. Like he's, that's the, that's what is nice about James Corden is he does kind of appear to be like your next door neighbor. Yeah. Like he's British, but he's also very cool and down to earth. Here's Morgan. And while I do agree with some of the stuff he says, he has got his thumb so far up his butt that he can't even see it anymore. And I think that's where the disconnect happened. Yes. Because if there's one thing Americans hate, it's pompous Brits. They we they really do, and I say they because I don't really have an opinion, but I think a lot of people really feel that way. Now I'll tell you this much: who I think has been um, like a exception to that rule, right? I think John Oliver, but that's because John Oliver he's American now. Yeah, like there's no like he's all in. Like I mean, he like legit like like took his uh you know the the, the test and all that stuff, right? The citizenship so, test, yeah, test. like that test. <laughs> not, not just like because right, famous people yeah. or sometimes entertainers, they just show up wherever they are, and you never know, yeah. like you know where you at. But like he kind of bought into the system, so I feel like yeah. he's a little bit different. But everyone else was like, Piers Morgan came over. He's supposed to be his next big thing, and he kind of you know ruffled a few feathers with his CNN show. Never became the next Larry King, no. and then he retreated back right back to where he came from. Have you watched any of his interview with Trump yet? No, but I heard it is fascinating i heard it's like because those two are really kind of i mean they are frenemies in the best way they're cut from the same cloth they're just on like opposite ends of it i heard it's like um pigs rolling in shit and loving yeah so yeah yeah, because i watched part of it i didn't watch the whole thing but you know part of my job was was watching it and cutting some audio from it and the weirdest part to me was when Trump was talking and saying, like, you know, the typical outlandish Trump stuff he says, Piers Morgan would laugh at him. And I'm like, that's the problem is that, like, American interviewers, nobody laughed at him. Mm. Piers laughs at him. And, like, Trump doesn't react. He yeah. just keeps saying the weird Trump shit he says. But to hear somebody laugh puts such a different spin on it. Instead of us sitting at home shouting at the TV, it, it's re, it's different. It's, it's different, yeah. It's like the first time I've been like, wow, yeah. I could, and, I want to watch that interview. And I feel like they're both, um, you know, they're both, they know how to stay. They they have realized or figured out for their brands, each of them individually, that any news is good news. Yeah. So if I can stay in the news because of what Staying relevant, whatever yeah, yeah relevant as long as i'm in the conversation right and that's, that's what they've said part of the problem is with trump right now is that he's not staying relevant you you want to stay yeah. for a 2024 run they're like he's not yeah he's not in in office anywhere yeah. so so that's why like with this peers interview yeah. what does it do it, it keeps, keeps you in the head relevant and and wasn't there already like a pre-controversy before it where peers claim that like Trump walked out of the interview, yeah, I didn't and really... then Trump has audio that refutes that. And at the core of it, I said, you know, that's a, that's a hustle right there because I know they both know how to work that system. Yeah, both Pierce has worked walked out before 
when he said some dumb shit. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Graham Norton. That was the name I was trying to Graham think. Graham Norton. Graham yeah. Norton they tried importing as like, the, the, you know, the British invasion. And man, he fell flat yeah. here. And I think Graham Norton's fucking great. But man, they, same thing. They tried making him like a big late night talk show host here. And I was like, nope, you're gone. I will say, though, I think it was one of the very first times I've ever agreed with Trump on anything. What's that? He thinks that Prince Harry is whipped. <laughs> oh. And I actually said, yes, me go. too. <laughs> See? Gotta find Look, we, con- can, we gotta find common gotta ground. Gotta find common ground, man. <laughs> I, I think said, Prince you know, Harry's whipped too. I actually said that the other day, and, 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 and <laughs> AJ can totally attest to this. I, I, I came in the fucking uh, bedroom, kind of kind of shook and just looking up, you know, like contemplating life, because I watched... It was um it was a YouTube video again this time when she's watching these late night shows and I'm just cruising YouTube. Um I watched it was like 10 minutes of Gilbert Gottfried, right? It was like 10 minutes of Gilbert Gottfried. Obviously Gilbert just passed so there's tons of videos up. And I start watching it and they get to and of course it's hilarious. You're laughing. It's just him on TV shows, yeah. stand up, anything. Um and then they got to when he was on the Celebrity Apprentice. And they were not just him, and I remember the season, and it brought me back. I fucking love the Celebrity Apprentice. The Apprentice, okay, but the Celebrity, celebrity Apprentice, Apprentice was great. Was batshit bonkers, like James Bond sixty movies. It crazy. was so pointless. Like with the with the Apprentice, it was real people trying to like, to get a job, really right? get, a, get a job and get ahead. The Celebrity Apprentice. Well, these it was all, about charity. It so was, yeah, it was about charity, but it's not like these people were trying to create real yeah. companies. They were just trying to win money for charity, and they're already famous. And you know, it, it, it was just hilarious because obviously they're not A-list stars. No. We're getting very Z-list, you know, fucking wackadoos, but it was great. I used to love watching it. And my best friend, um, same thing. We would talk. It was one of those communal experiences. Yeah. After it aired on Sundays, we'd talk about it sometime that week. Like, holy shit, did you we see? We talk about it on our radio yeah, show. Yeah, did you see what uh, Dennis Rodman did yeah. last night? Oh, my God. And so I'm watching this video, and all this stuff from Gottfried comes on. And it's like him fucking with Trump and, like, Trump kind of fucking with him back. And I got so sad because I'm like, oh, man, that's the Trump I liked, man, right? Yeah. I'm like, I like that guy. I like Celebrity Apprentice Trump, right? Like, like, like that's that's where we needed you. Yeah, right? he had kind of the Gary Busey thing going on oh, where fuck, he man. was just known for being eccentric and weird and saying, crazy, yeah. banging hot chicks, saying dumb shit. He had okay, a lot fine. of money. He had yeah. TV shows. He had buildings named after him. That fuck. was cool. Dude, even my hairdresser, who is from the East Coast, yeah. Um, I really, a Trump supporter, right? Yeah, yeah. and we, we, we kind of talk politics, but we very much like meet in the middle with shit. I'm yeah, like, that's sure. your opinion. This is mine. And that's the yeah, end of it. Gotcha. But she said the same thing. She likes Trump. She voted for him. But she goes, I really, really feel like he ruined his career uh, by running for president. Well, yeah, She's like, because, nobody likes him now. Do you know why? Because I want to watch. Because it really made me say, well, fuck, I have Peacock, and Peacock has the entire library of the Celebrity you Apprentice. You can't watch it now, though. And like, I weird. Can't, I can't watch it because, one, and not even when he's not on screen, because then his fucking kids are on screen. And his kids now are more fucking wackadoo and, you know, like, like than he is. And so I'm like, well, fuck now, the whole goddamn thing is wrong. Yeah. Like, no, I just want to see the, it. like, I want to see Gilbert Gottfried and, you know, T.O. and fucking David Hasselhoff and Geraldo and Blago. Jesus Christ. He oh had, oh my God, I forgot had, about that. He had Blagojevich while Blagojevich yeah. was on federal trial. I remember you and I discussing this. I said, can he be on TV right now? He's like, hey, until you're convicted, <laughs> you do whatever you want. 
And then you appeal. But I was, yeah, it was so funny. I, I just walked in. I walked in like, man, I love to watch Celebrity Apprentice again. I mean, there's just, a, and unfortunately, that's just how divided we all are now is like when celebrities. Take away my Celebrity Apprentice. Are there any questions? I'm wondering why we have to stand outside in the freezing cold when we could be in a warm office somewhere. Do you believe in global warming? Oh, yes. Does anybody have any questions? Yeah, can we go inside, please? Yes, you can. Yes. Not like you needed a, a license to hop in your car and chase a tornado in central Wisconsin from our apartment to the Dairy Queen. True story. She actually did that. Sure did. In case you're wondering. Missed the tornado, but I definitely hit the Dairy Queen. But um, <laughs> It was hot out. Now she can officially tell you what it is and call it in because uh, your girl AJ is uh, accredited... Trained. Uh, trained. Weather spotter. From the National Weather Service. Service. Of Tucson. I mean, those are, that's the NWS. That's, I feel like, the major leagues of weather. They very much made it clear in the beginning of training. We are not training you to be a tornado chaser. <laughs> you know like, people showed up for that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And like, <laughs> they showed the graphics, and I shit you not. You saw it was like a, it was an online. You saw like two uh, people just disappear. They're like, oh, damn it. <laughs> we're, we're here to get you trained as a spotter, not Sorry. as a chaser. Two people gone. They're like, that's it. This is bullshit. No, this is serious. AJ now is. Is, is officially trained, and she can spot weather here in the Tucson area, um, which, you know, one may think with a place that has 360 days of sunshine a year, maybe might not be the most exciting place to be a weather spotter. But it actually is, and I'm not going to lie. Last year was wildly exciting living here. We saw so much cool shit here. We got here just for the start of monsoon season, mm-hmm. which very much, and, and I could tell she was sick of saying it, but she had to say it again. The chick who gave the uh, training was like, a storm is not a monsoon. Monsoon season is a season. A season. A Mon- season the word yeah. monsoon actually means season. It just means that we are getting moist air throughout the southwest, which creates thunderstorms, which we don't get most of the time here. But we have like June through September, they say. And and it's like, God, how many times a week do you think maybe last year? Like maybe once That's a week, lot, twice, twice a week? Yeah, I mean, I felt like every time I turned uh, turned around, it was raining or a and, threat of rain. And it's cool, too, because it's not like an all-day rain. It's no, like fast. A, yeah, it's a storm that pops up, it dumps for like 15 minutes, and then it's gone and it's sunny and beautiful again. But, um, yeah, I took a trained weather spotter class because like last summer, I saw a freaking tornado in Tucson. I've lived in the Midwest almost all my life. I saw now, a tornado in Arizona. You have, to, you, you have to at least give the facts of this again because you're, you know, you've, you've said this last year in our podcast. We talked all about it, but you have to somewhat qualify this. Like, what did you see? Actually, you're right. I saw a funnel cloud. Thank you. You saw a funnel cloud a, uh, in the sky. Yes, a funnel cloud is not a tornado till it touches the yeah. ground. But this touched the ground. I just didn't see it. Yeah. I saw pictures of it later. But like, not, not like a twister type anti. No. M, something going across town, you were noticing bad weather. You looked up in the sky and I'm said, like, boy. Man, that looks like a funnel cloud. Yeah, I think that's something. So, so I took pictures of it, and I didn't have my glasses on. So I was like, man, that's far away. I don't know if I'm actually seeing what I'm seeing. But I took pictures. I'm like, damn, that looks like a funnel cloud. And I tweeted 
at the weather service in Tucson. I'm like, I saw this on the south side by the airport. I'm like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. But they that's when they were like, what time do you see it? Where did you see it? And then I was cruising online and saw pictures of an actual tornado on the ground in Tucson. Granted, it was very quick and it like literally just bounced right back up. Yeah. But it was still a confirmed, it was like an EF0 tornado. But I, I was like, basically, oh I fart and do more damage than a year. Pretty zero. much, Thank yeah. Um, but still, I was like, I, again, lived in the Midwest my whole life. I, I think I, I don't even ever think I saw an actual funnel cloud in the Midwest. I mean, the sirens went off every five minutes for something all summer. But I thought that was really cool. We also, um, we also saw a haboob here last summer. It's a dust storm, which is that big rolling dust storm that like literally encompasses everything. Yeah. Um, which I learned through my training is rare for Tucson. We don't get them a lot here because of the mountains. They get them more in Phoenix because they're more kind of open. Yeah. But she's like the one we had last summer. She goes, that was rare. But she goes, as weather people, we were all really excited. So hold on, where does this person work out of? Like do they work here in Tucson? Uh, you know, I. I think she works in, she's either out of Tucson or Vegas, which is, we're okay. all the same area. But um, I think on her Twitter profile, it said she works for the National Weather So, like, Weather what do you do now? You're, you're officially trained. What do you do? Can you sit, so, can you sit outside and, and, and say, blue sky? So, no, <laughs> you don't report blue sky. <laughs> I just looked outside. I saw blue sky. Um, you are supposed to report, and you can call, you can email, or you can tweet, which is probably the route I'll go because that's much more immediate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see something, then they say usually, like if you see hail, um, report the biggest piece of hail you see. They're like, don't report everything. Just report the biggest one you can find. If you see damage at a house across the street, report that. If you see a funnel cloud, report that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the haboob stuff's kind of weird because it's so goddamn big that, like, you can't really miss Everyone it. Everyone knows, yeah. Everybody knows it's coming. It's enormous. But, yeah, that's what you report, and it just helps them. They're like, we need – they're like, you're our boots on the ground. Like, we can't yeah. be everywhere all at once. So something could happen yeah. on one side of the town, and we don't know about it on the other side. Who's the – um? and, by the way, this is uh, hearkening me back, and maybe some folks listening will remember – Back to the day of uh, traffic spotters. Who remembers that? You'd be listening to your favorite radio station, and it would be uh, on the drive home, and they'd go to Diane Lane, Diane Lane for traffic, and she'd go, ah, blah, 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 blah. there's an accident there on inbound 290 right there at Kedzie. Thanks so much to traffic spotter John. Yeah, I don't for remember that. having traffic spotters yeah, in the and, and like, I always, have those in Chicago? I want, yeah, and I felt like it was. I mean, you're not talking about just a regular traffic no, person. No. This you're is talking like, about like, like a, a schmo on the street. Yeah, they, they would credit someone it would would be a very quick kind of passing of and thanks to traffic spotter john we know that there is a tie up and you know so you know so so you so now here's my thing who funds the national weather service do we know who's who's in charge of this i believe that's governmental is so is that government so so you're doing some i'm not getting paid you're doing no no no, i know that (laughs) but i'm saying so you're a volunteer for the government yes i'm a volunteer i was just figuring out like you know it's very exciting i'm i've been a weather geek since i was a kid so one of my friends who was a fellow weather geek here in Tucson Facebooked me and said, dude, the National Weather Service is doing, you know, trained spotter training. Yeah. And I almost forgot about it. It popped up in my phone and I managed to click in right at the right time. Didn't I'm super excited. This is so nerdy. I love it. Now, didn't you say like like you and someone else were the only two in class who were asking like all the weather questions and like the person running it was more than over the top enthusiast? Yeah, know? she was really jazzed to answer questions. And that's I wasn't going to ask any questions. 
Um, but I felt the need. I had a question, a legit question that I've never asked a weather person before. Okay. I won't even tell you what it is because it's so deep, dark, and nerdy. Oh, Jesus. That's why I'm not going to tell you. You can't even dumb it down, is that? I couldn't dumb it down. <laughs> no, okay. So I'll dumb it down. No, don't do it. Okay. So I asked this question yes. and I could see her like looking at the chat. And every time a question would come up, she'd be like, great question. I'd love to answer that. Yes. Like, it was like we were having, like, you know, beers and just talking. And she answered my question. And she said, that's an excellent question. And I was so excited. So nice. This is so exciting. I don't care what anybody thinks, man. This is, like, lifelong nerdy dream shit. I love it. So you're a trained <laughs> weather spotter now. Yes, I am. <laughs> Do you get a T-shirt out of the deal? Do you have to renew this every year? Is there a class you um, have to take? I don't know, but I know I have a number. You have a number. You have yeah. Yes. official number like when i tweet it would say like trained weather spotter <laughs> number blah 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 reporting shut this. up so 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 that's like the the thanks to traffic spotter john yeah. it's like thanks to weather spotter number yeah four four nine nine dash three you're like james bond you have a number it's like double oh seven i am the james bond of weather in tucson arizona clapping cheeks and looking for her boobs that's what you're gonna be doing i had no idea the pat and aj podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.